Well, looks like it's another Joel and Phil adventure. Woo! Yes, Gar's taking a mental health day, as he told me, and Emily's busy working on a personal project, so you just want to make sure that she gets what she needs done done. Yeah, or as someone in her chat said during left? the pre-show... Uh, who just left? I don't know. I'm, How dare they? I have sounds muted because OBS is on. Okay, good. They came back. Welcome back, person. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave. Once, we... you're here, once, you're, once we start the show, you can't leave. You're, don't forget, you're here forever. You're bound to us now. Uh, or as I was saying, someone in our chat earlier, I forget who, but called it a Jesse and James episode. Mm. Anyways, cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal. Bluecaster. Super Ichi. Loud and impulsive. Greycaster. Late. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 385. Episode... Hi! Uh, what the fuck? Jirachi. Why did I blank on his name? It's episode... Hey, Ichi, look. Condiment cables. No, fuck you. That was so fucking. I knew that was gonna trigger you, so I was like, I'm "They're composites." Condiment cables. No. I saw a picture of some guy who put like the the composite like ports, and he put mayo, ketchup, and mustard on. Fuck them. that so guy. I just, I just retweeted it with the actual cords going condiment cords. I thought it was funny. Fucking god. <laughs> The yellow one um, is video, and the red and white ones are the twin audio channels. That's what consoles also, used to be hooked up with. Also, I've been super addicted to Elden Ring for the past, like, month. You so and the rest I, of uh, the fucking internet. So I recently just played, uh, I've been starting a new character where <sighs> I decided I wanted to surpass and become the new Dung Eater in Elden Ring. And so I, I found him. I... Gave him a potion to knock him out, steal his soul, and then I killed him in the chair, took his armor and weapon, and then made him my own personal summoning puppet. Jesus it's Christ. Pretty, it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you picked the weirdest yeah. shit to focus in on. Like, I know you are the way you are, but this is the one, the one like, really hardcore I, focus that I'm just like, why? I don't know, man. Like, ever Why since are you I addicted that, to the shit, man? Because... Because ever since I first saw this, like, image of him in the opening narration, I was just like, I need to know everything I can about this fucking being and take his armor. <laughs> By the way, apparently those, like, bright spots are are broken horns, according to what I've heard. Uh, I mean... I don't think so. I think that's actually shit. He, apparently, he made himself look like that on purpose. Yeah, because he 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 he's not an actual dung eater. He just thinks he's a like actual like <sighs> shitty human being. So he just chooses to look like a shitty human being. Okay, I'd like to not spend time on this. Let's move forward. No, I know. Uh, anyways, yeah. So I'm addicted to Elden Ring. It's great. And Ichi's been addicted to FF14 PvP. Yeah, I've been doing suspiciously well as Dragoon in Crystal Conflict. We've just been jumping all over them, 
noobs. Yeah. Also, I streamed Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe this this past Wednesday. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah, and you so apparently good. cheated and put your clock ahead ten years to get an achievement. Yes, I did. You know what's funny? I was th- I was talking to Kevin about that like the yesterday when we were talking about it, and I just said, you know what? I bet you the developer knew people would do that so he just made it like probably intended people to do that yeah but then there'll be that one person who actually waited 10 years oh yeah there's probably some people who have fucking reminders set on their calendar for april of 2032 oh my god i although although i will say that there's an achievement in the first version of the game don't play for five years i got that one legitimately because i haven't played the original since 2016 oh wow all right, I I know nothing about it except for it's just one of those kind of fuck with you games. Oh so. yeah, if it's if you like charming British narrators, yeah, cho- choices, doesn't... branching paths, a lot of wall breaking, and some delightful British wit, it is so fucking good. I do like all those things. Also, I won't get into details, but let's just say uh, you dip into some other genres. Cool. Um. Anyways, we're a. Uh pair of parables who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider Sentai and a third thing. Alright, and our topics for this week are Revice episode 32, Dawn Brothers episode 8, and we were going to talk about the Saber Hyper Battle video, but we're going to put that on hold. But we are proceeding with discussing the movie uh, Deep Sin Trio. Yes. Yeah. I... I, I didn't realize we were talking about like the I because like I think I guess I kind of tuned out last week like at the end, so like I heard Gar say something saber and I was like oh I heard Telebicoon so I was like oh okay we're watching the Telebicoon special and then I saw like this other the movie don't and I, was, like, Dude, I, I don't I watched it you didn't miss anything trust me I, okay that's why I was just like let's start about the movie it's so bad <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Cause, like, his hyper battle videos are usually supposed to be, like, really fun and nuts, so... They tried too hard! Mm. Anyways, let's talk, that, about... I... yeah, so... let's talk about... You got news mode? Oh, yeah, news mode. I remembered. Don't say I didn't news remember. News you didn't remember. First, we got a proper look at Common Rider over Demons, and it's just fucking Veil again. But with the demon yep. pants. Oh, I'm so disappointed. If it's the Kuagata beetle as opposed to Veil's Kabuto, the orange should have been blue. That would have been amazing. Yeah. But instead we get this lazy fucking redesign that looks like yeah, Veil SD. If Gar were here, he would be saying, this is where Revice, you know, lost their budget. Could be. Well, like, watch, the final form of Revice is just going to be, like, Rex Genome, and it's going to be lazy and stupid. It's just, it'll be angry Rex. <laughs> oh my god. Or, like, Vice uh, Rex or some shit, I don't know. Anyways, I'm very disappointed in this, like, I'm very disappointed. Like, come on, Revice, you're doing so fucking well with these suits. Yeah, but apparently the article where this was revealed was not very specific on who Over Demon's user will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, guess number one is George. He's been eyeing like, the Demon's driver. Do you know what Over Demon's is? It's fucking just Mock Chaser. Yeah, kinda. 
It's just, it's just, oh, they took the top of Mock and then Chaser's bottom and just, eh. Yeah. But the thing with Mock Chaser was it had a more, you know, personal meaning to it. So that's why we kind of forgave it because it was like, oh, no, it was a really fucking intense, cool moment. And then so. we got Chaser Mock, which was just a really ugly recolor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... We'll see what happens with Over Demons. Ooh, I can't wait. Not really. <laughs> Next, uh, we have the revelation or reveal of some more Vice Stamps, uh, which I guess are all weapons for Kamen Rider Jean. That, uh, that sucks. We have the Triceratops stamp, which is Agito. We have the Shoebill stamp, which is Hibiki, which becomes a scythe, according to this preview image. And then for O's, for O's, we have the bull. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any info on what weapons the other two stamps become. Yeah. Uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive set of three, 49.50 and September release. All right. The scythe for the shoe bill looks really, really cool. I was gonna say, like, I'm disappointed she doesn't have a form, new form, but yeah. we'll get the fucking we're we're gonna get the 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 live Jean movie, cinema movie, fucking the, the, probably. The, the, yeah, because like I I don't know why I'm thinking this just now, but I feel like Icky's gonna be gone, and it'll just be Sakura and Daiji. Yeah, like maybe he'll like use up his powers so much that he'll just like fade out from everyone's memories, possibly from existence. Well, I think how Vice said it was, it's not that they'll won't remember him, he won't remember them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, you know, but, like, the, with the pictures, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we'll get a new Jean form in the Jean movie. Oh, so. Jerry in our chat says the Shoebill Scythe is a repaint of Jackal's, the Jackal Raider's Scythe. You lazy oh. fucks. Toei's fucking cheap now. So. Yeah. All right, cool. Next, uh, in Don Brothers news, our first reveal is the Don Robotaro Change Heroes figure. This thing's cool. Not my not my style, but if you like it, then whatever. Yeah. No, I like it. It's cool. Yeah, I can I can see the appeal. Uh, 2200 yen, June 4th release, if you want that figure. And then the next, more important reveal is our first proper look at the Megazord, Don Oni Taijin. Oh, this, this thing is fucking cool. Look, look at that box. That's the box for this thing. This is the most articulated Megazord toy we've had in some time. Look at how it can pose itself. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and, like, apparently this was going to be, like, an all-CG creation, and then, like, I think one of the producers or something was just like, no, we have to make it practical. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm glad about that. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool-looking box. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, look at that. Like, he's sitting on a fucking throne! It's like, <laughs> go fuck yourself, Shuri Kenjin. Yeah, no, fuck Shuri Kenjin. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that the, the the pink Zord's wings aren't actual wings on the back. They're just like shoulder armor. 
Mm. And yes, yes, Seven, the Megazord do have abs. I have to say, the dog, the dog Zord is very disappointing. Well, yeah, every dog Zord we get is disappointing. Let's again look at Ninja. Hmm. Yeah, they're a little weird, but I get the appeal. I know I think, Gar's. I think like I know Gar's. Yeah, buying like all it, five. All five. All five Zords are interesting, but like the the combined form is really good. Yeah. Yeah, objectively, it's a really well well done design, and it hits the motifs, but it's just not for me. I get you. I think his arm. I think the gorilla arm should have been bigger. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, let's see. This mecha is the largest main team mecha of Super Sentai series, as it is three hundred sixty millimeters tall, has fully movable joints. Allowing it to perform various action poses like never before. Uh, 9350N, May 28th release. Uh, those who pre-order it will receive a limited edition Don Oni Taijin Robotaro gear. Cool. Neat. That is one angry Megazord face. Wow. He's a big boy. Yeah, Apparently, when he's in like the 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 solo robot form, he has like the sunglasses on, and then in the Megazord form, he, he uh, pulls them up. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. So you know, when we see a combine, the last thing we'll see is that that sunglass panel sliding up. Jeez, look at all these fucking pictures of it! Like they must be really hyping this thing. Oh yeah. Which means uh. which means we probably won't get any more Megazords for a while. I'm look. I'm looking forward to watching Watafa's review of it because he's just gonna fucking nut over this thing. Probably. Meanwhile, look at the fucking yellow Zord. Its legs are like stuck together, and the feet just like flip up to form the foot of the Megazord. <laughs> that's Tarika for you. Disappointment. Disappointed. All right. Next. This was a surprise, but apparently there is a Kamen Rider Zero One comic in the works. Oh? Uh, from Stonebot Comics, the writer Brandon Easton uh, was announced for a Zero One original comic series slated for a fall-winter 2022 release. Do uh, we know, like, when it takes place? Uh, let's see. I don't think they said. Hmm. It just says the company announced they'll be collaborating with Titan Comics and Bandai Namco to bring readers an original comic book series revolving around the characters and events of Kamen Rider Zero One. Oh, so maybe it's just a retelling of the show. Okay, that'd be interesting. I think you, it, this could be interpreted either way because it says revolving around, which would mean separate, but... The events of Kamen Rider Zero One tells me that it's a retelling of the story from the show. Hmm. Could be either. Hard to say. We'll have to wait till yeah. we see more. Yep. Uh, also in the same article, they are the two comic companies are collaborating for a U.S. release of the Kuga manga. Oh. Releasing in yeah. November. Remember when we saw him in the Zio movie? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Neat. And our last bit of news is there is a memorial edition 
uh, of items from Cure Major and Zenkaiger that were announced. Yeah, I think the Zenkaiger memorial set's supposed to be, uh, like, they're re-releasing the Geardlinger, but it's going to be, like, one-to-one scale, so it's, like, the prop size. So it's basically a CSM. Yeah, because I own the memorial set, the the Lupin Pat one, and it's 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 so good. Uh, like I gave I gave Ichi the uh, the Lupin Ranger calling cards. I gave uh, Gar some of the 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 behind the scenes photos, and then I kept the uh, the actual BS changer and the vehicles for myself. Yeah. So based on the promo image, it's probably the Kirame changer and Geertlinger. We don't. We will get more information about what's included with these later in May. Hmm. You know, it'd be great. Like, I wonder if the the the, the memorial gearlinger would work with the metal <laughs> gears they they released earlier. I don't know. I know because I remember we talked about they weren't functional or something. So yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's gonna be a big boy. Anyways, that's news mode. All right. I still, I'm still proud of myself. I went all year of Kira Major without buying a single piece of merch from that show. Same. None of none of one it, year. This the show was great, but none of its merch like appealed to me. Yeah, I almost bought the Changer, but then I was just like, eh, I'm gonna have fun with it for a week, and then I'll get bored of it. Luckily, Gar bought Kira Major, so I got to toy play around with some of the Zords just to satisfy. My curiosity. Oh yeah, he he got he got he got smug smug Georgie or whatever it was called. Jokey. Yeah, smug yeah. Georgie. Yeah, smug Georgie. I think that's what it called. <laughs> oh, that was that was the best sword ever. Yeah. All right, let's talk about revise. Woo! Can I just say to start that I am delighted to see how cheerful Tamaki is now? Oh my god. But like there was that one shot at the end of the episode when like Icky's about to fucking rider kick Aguilar and you just see the fucking tears down his face. I was like, oh no. Yeah. He's so sad. <laughs> Although uh, like yeah, this whole th- this whole episode has just leave left me a little confused because like so the idea is that Aguilera, bereft of purpose, now wants Sakura to kill her, is what we seem to be headed towards. Whereas yeah, a- Sakura doesn't want to. Instead, she has Iki try and separate her from her demon so that she can be a normal human. But apparently she decides right at the last moment not to do it. So is this show promoting suicide? <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. From what I saw in the preview of next week, apparently, like, Aguilera's like, ah! You, you cut out. Uh, oh. I was just saying, like, oh, Aguilera, like, in the preview for next week's episode, it's like, oh, she's like, oh, I love you. Yeah, so we were, oh. during the pre-show, the people in the chat and I were talking about how wouldn't it be great if it actually ended up promoting lesbian characters in the show because like writers had some gay characters before but those were only in the side specials so if if aguilera survived and the two of them became a thing i think that would be a great (laughs) well based on that preview image now i'm kind of thinking that's that'd be my what's happening 
I mean, that'd be cool. I'd be all for that. Wouldn't it be nice if they were girlfriends? <laughs> oh, it's funny. I was watching. I was watching Seinfeld today. It was an episode where like Elaine was making fun of like a coworker because she like doesn't swing her arms when she walks. As, so, like, as usual, Seinfeld has entire episodes about the most stupid banal bullshit. No, but every time Elaine tried to tell any of the guys her like the story, they just went round catfight. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, yeah. The director's evil. Yeah, like, like they're getting who thought they're getting so close to like directly confronting him, but that the one time Daiji tries to get up in his business about Akemi, who's probably fucking dead now. Uh oh, there's Giftarians to fight. Better go stop him. (laughs) Yeah, I love he's just sitting there being like, innocent people are gonna die. Go do something. (laughs) I hope Akemi is not dead. I like her so much. Hello, nurse. Exactly. And also, like, <laughs> I don't get why Daiji was all, how would I face Hiromi if something were to happen to you? What does Hiromi have to do with it? They were well, never a thing. Uh, we don't know that. Unless the fucking Gaga special reveals that they were fucking, I don't think this is warranted. I mean, it doesn't really matter because Hiromi's an amnesiac and doesn't care to come back. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I. It's hilarious that after the last several times that Jean and Queen Bee fought, where Jean just fucking dummied her effortlessly, now we have the episode where Jean is doubting herself and Lovkov glitches the fuck out. So we have the 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 oh I don't know what I want to do and that and that's making me bad at fighting episode. Yeah, and then Sakura is just like oh so or whatever and daddy george is just like no get your your shit together (laughs) stop doubting what the fuck (laughs) love cubby key (laughs) wow that's that's the only that's the only way i can interpret that i just i i just i laughed at the fact that they took the opportunity to have the two female characters fight in water and then, of course, Sakura goes down, and I just love Hikaru off to the side, just like, Are you okay? Okay, no Chronicle. It's not my Master Logos thing all over again. We we knew from the second the director walked into the fucking room, we knew he was evil. <laughs> yeah, and also, his actor makes for a good villain, whereas Master Logos was completely miscast. So... So bad. Love you, Genta, but like, God. Yeah. Mm. Uh. So yeah. Also, Vice tells Zicky, like, yeah, I can't change the conditions of the contract. Sorry, buddy. I just love that he like draws him back into the photo with fucking silver marker. <laughs> See, he's fitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're still there. What are you talking about? There's no memory eraser. Also, I like that, like, Gen's now, like, being projected by Weekend, but now he has, like, double sets of memories. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Sakura, like, gives him a big hug, and he just kind of just 
he's not even like his normal self that we saw at the beginning of the show. He just kind of gives her a hug and he's just like, I'm, I'm so sorry I put you through all this. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. What happened to the guy who strived to become a YouTuber? <laughs> he got canceled. Oh no. <laughs> no, he just made a video. Guys, I'm sorry. Some be- deep shit from my past came up. Someone found his tweets when he was Kamen Rider Vale and canceled him. I'm taking a long mental health break. He just has like an apology video where he starts with a sigh and just, I'm sorry, guys. I just found out that I've been a Kamen Rider for the past 25 years. <laughs> my son sold his soul to the to a fucking demon to save us from a fire from another demon that was inside. Fa- it's complicated. Just go watch the show. <laughs> Just watch the link show. It, link in the description below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Also, sub to my Patreon if you want. It's, it'll help with my, my bath house that I make with my family. It's really nice. You should come. There's like 30 ad breaks in it. <laughs> yeah, like there. It's got the ukulele music playing. <laughs> the Kickstarter music? Oh, yeah. No, he also has like a gif eye in his hand. That was creepy. Yeah, that's fucked Look at up. That face. Oh, my God. See, that's, that's a... That's a, a- that's a villain. That This man is going to fucking die in the most gruesome way. I just love that he's, like, enjoying being a villain. It's almost like Jim Carrey energy, where it's like, I'm going to kill you! Woo! <laughs> Jim Carrey in a Rider series. Let's have that, please. I mean, playing Robotnik, he basically is. Coming and going, coming and going. Um... It's Gendo Ikari all over again. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. From uh, Evangelion. Oh, was that the dad? Yeah. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend it's me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I mostly know him from Little Karibo's abridged version. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watched... My first taste of Evangelion was the 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 movie at Anime Club in high school, and yeah. I kind of just sat there after blankly being like, "What the fuck was that?" I genuinely remember zero of it, and I don't care and, to fix that. Yeah, no, I Evangelion seems way too intense for my brain to 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 interpret. So I I, I, I refuse. Like I, it's a staple of anime that I refuse to watch. I will not. Oh, no. If I want to watch giant robots fight each other, I'll just watch Gundam. Thank you very much. Or Sentai. Or Sentai, exactly. Um. Ah! No, please, <laughs> Vegas, come on! That's gross. Alright, anyways. Um, I, I felt bad when Sakura got dehenshin and then she was just lying in the water in her ghoul outfit, and I was like, oh... They could have made that far more graphic, just to show her standing up, but they chose not to. Yeah. Um, also, I really hated that, like, <laughs> they were in their weekend uniforms, and uh-huh. then when they went to confront Aguilera, they somehow switched back into their normal clothes. I'm like, what, you guys can't go out in your weekend uniforms? Well, like- yeah, then they'd reveal to the public that they're weekend. Who the fuck's gonna believe that they're from an organization called Weekend? And also, like, why? <laughs> no, but I love Aguilera's just like, oh, all right, cool, you're gonna fucking fight me woman to woman. Awesome. Icky, Icky shows up. You bitch. <laughs> Wait, press the you bitch button. You let them right here! You bitch! Oh, wait. You bitch! There it is. There we go.
We only wear uh, this uniform on the weekends. <laughs> also, she's trying to like get more of from uh, kid weekend kid. I mean, I forgot his name. Hikaru. Yeah, and he's like, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to pray about our stuff in weekend. And she's like, well, we could open up a little bit. I just love when they're in the base and, like, Hikaru's trying to, like, be nice to her. And, and fucking Daddy Ninja is like, no, stand down, fake son. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> hey, my dad's the last ninja. You better watch the fuck out. <laughs> Oh. And my son fucks! My real son! <laughs> uh, also, yeah, the, the, the Libera driver is, is broken. That was just because Sakura didn't know what the fuck she wanted to do. Like I was saying earlier, it's the whole, like, oh, your emotions translate into your power set, bullcrap. So it's a... So what, it's a belt powered by self-confidence? Yeah, and like accepting your weakness, but also like being, like knowing for sure what you want to do. It's really fucking dumb. So I... it's the ultimate rider belt for teenagers. Yeah, it's it's the emo driver. <laughs> it's the emo driver! No, it's the self-esteem driver. I still like emo driver, I'm naming that the episode. <laughs> Oh no! Anyways, to any teenagers listening to our show, we love you, and you're you can do it. We you're awesome. <laughs> Go buy this driver, premium Bandai exclusive. So anyway, Holy Live has a fight with some Gifterians just so he has fucking something to do. Oh, continues to wreck shit as always because Holy Live is just in last. Anyone else notice that in that last shot after the Hisatsu, the stamp is like sticking out of the driver too high up? Because it definitely no. was, it definitely was not aligned with the like yellow stripe on the driver. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know why I noticed shit like that. Also, like now that he's wholly live, why is the two side driver just not permanently in gun mode? Like he still has to flip it up. Because I think that's what the two side driver is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like it just adds a little bit of extra flair and role play to the belt. It's like, oh, you gotta flip it up and then you be that. Just like so. hot glue it in gun mode. I just want to know now: Does he have access to Evel's power set if he wanted to? That's another great question. I would love to have an answer to, but we probably never will. Hmm. All I can tell you is I've tried using the Holy Wing stamp in the Evil mode, and the sounds are not different except for darkness. Actually, no, it doesn't even do darkness finish because it does the Vegas, fucking sounds out of the stamp. Vegas, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just looking at all these memes you keep posting, and I'm just like, oh, all right. <laughs> I feel like Emily, save that picture for when Emily's on next week because I know she will love that. Yeah. She loves Moths. I know that, because Mothra's her favorite, so... So, like, with regards to the whole separating the demon thing, wasn't that a thing only Volcano did? Did we ever establish like that Thundergale had that ability, too? Because I thought the I'd whole purpose of Volcano was the ability to separate humans and demons, and I don't know if they ever said that Thundergale also had that ability. No, but, okay, again, it's George. He can do it. <laughs> He just rolls in every previous utility ability into every new stamp. Exactly. The the, the next stamp is more powerful than the last one. And so the, on and so on. Then there's no reason to have any stamp except that one. 
Also, they teased us with freaking John's other stamps and George was... George did not do much this episode. I was very upset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so next week... We get to see Vale in his full corporeal form. I gotta say, he looks really cool, man. It's just red vice. It's it's the carnage to vice's venom. Yeah. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> let, uh, vice, let there be Vale? <laughs> it's vice to no avail. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if Vale is like Vice's dad or something like that. Like, Vale's like, <laughs> like you spawned from me! <laughs> Do demons have look, look fathers? At, look at that! Look at the picture! They're already have, they're already fucking fighting each other one on one! He has to be his dad! Like, they look like each other! Father! Vice is a spawn of Vale! Father, stop! They both, their names both start with the letter V. Vice is made from Vale. Oh my god. Like, Vale's gonna be king of the demons or I mean, something. I mean, we saw Vice spawn from Young Inky. Yeah, but Vale was made from Gen, so... I've only seen the first two episodes of Vale yet, so I don't explicitly know that. Mm, I think Vale was made from Gen, so... Makes, makes sense that if he had a kid, his kid could also have a demon. Kind of. Oh, oh my fucking god. <laughs> Emo driver! <laughs> oh, there's there's for the thumbnail. No. Uh, so yeah, we're also gonna see Jean use the, the shoe bill scythe, and her That's and Aguilera cool. are gonna fucking settle shit, whatever that means. Like, okay, a shoe bill's cool. I would have rather preferred a dodo bird. We all know how cool dodos are. Thank you, Zero One. I love dodos, man. It's my favorite bird, and it doesn't even exist technically. <laughs> well, it's funny, Kelly. Kelly's my favorite brother, bird is like, non-canon. Well, Kelly's brother a year ago said, um, "Lane, if you were if you were to take a year off your life to bring the dodos back, would you?" And I said yes immediately. I don't think they'd appreciate dodos. it. No, I love dodos, man. They're great. <laughs> Ice Age, they were funny. All right, anyways, that's revise. Uh, Dumburako! <laughs> well, you sons of bitches, you've done it! I'm interested! Yeah, so we're learning a bit more about Kichino. He's got, he's got some Michi vibes on him. It's the second coming of the evil Christmas sweater! If if we see by December fucking Kijino in a Christmas sweater, oh my god. <laughs> I am so excited to see where this goes! I knew he was gonna be best character! Of course he's best character! You must protect Pink Bird Boy at all times. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy. We're finally getting some interesting character interactions. And this isn't the only one! Fucking Taro and Sonoe are now having some sort of bromance? Well, it's because they also both love fucking protecting human life. <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> they just keep showing just, up at crises coincidentally and saying people and together. philosophizing all over each other. Oh my god. Actual, that <laughs> yeah, no, that moment 
where you find out Inu brother is actually like really nice and wholesome, and then you know it's just like I'll fucking I'll stab a bitch. <laughs> I'll stab, fucking kill a bitch. Because like I saw that like Tara was about to fucking like kill him, like like you know Defeat save him. him, and then he just let what's his face fucking kill him, and I was just like, oh, Sonui oh, just comes in with the kill steal. Fuck. Alright, so, okay. let's take this so from Miho, the top. Is Miho also the girlfriend? I think that's what they're aiming towards. It, yeah. It seems very much like they're going to imply that Miho and Natsumi are the same person. And you know what I'm afraid of? Mm. Let's remember that we're in some sort of fucking video game world. I think she's not real. Oh, oh so even the world they live in is fake. What if it turns out that she's just a fucking AI NPC that they were both assigned, and then when they find it out, he's, he's gonna have to learn that his wife was never real, and then he'll go on a murderous rampage. There has to be a very, very specific reason why Jin is locked up. Like, a very, very big reason. Yes, we don't know that part of the story yet. But holy shit, I am officially excited to see where this goes. Yay, I knew you'd get interested in this eventually. Some, some of this shit is still annoying as fuck. Haruka and Shinichi, I don't give a shit about yet. But Did you think you'd go into this show thinking you'd like the Pink Ranger the most? Honestly, when they first showed off the male being pink, I knew he was going to be different in some way. They had I to. Actually, I actually really loved when, like, Shinichi go transforms, grabs the balloon, gives it to the kid, and the kid just kind of looks up, and Shinichi just has this, like, life-altering, like, revolution, revelation, just being like, oh my god, you want the balloon to go up in the air? He, w You wish for it to be free. Oh my god, and he just kind of has, like, this life-changing moment. I was like, what the- I was like, this man is so fucking insane, but I love him. No, you know what- you know what the hilarious- like, I kind of also interpreted it a different way. Like, you're supposed to interpret it as, Oh, it's very mature. The boy wishes to set the captured balloon free so it can be in the sky. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, no, I wish the balloon to fly up and die. I'm like, oh, this kid's dark. <laughs> No, like, I remember when I was a kid, I always thought, like, balloons just flew into space, and then, like, one of my, like, smarter friends in school was like, well, actually, when it hits a certain point in the atmosphere, it just pops. And I'm yeah. Like, oh. Because of the composition of the air. Yeah. So, thanks for ruining my imagination. <laughs> what, you just think space is filled with balloons? Yeah. <laughs> so, the fucking rando criminal slash monster of the week is just some fucking long-haired hobo who's way too obsessed with his drawing. I love the bit where Haruka thought he was drawing her, and then it turns out, no, he's drawing Kaito. Fuck you, Haruka. I, had, I just love that with Kaito, he just, every time Haruka asks him something, he just always goes, yeah, sure, whatever. He's a very generous game master. He really is. Oh, next week we get to see him transform. I can't yes. wait for that. I hope there's a whole ass sequence for it. I hope it's just like I hope it's just like a really like tone like low pitch just bah, 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 bah. Oh fucking probably. <laughs> Zen Kaiser Oh with the probably fucking not. the fucking Stacy's voice? 
Oh, that would be amazing if it was that. Yeah. Oh. Um. And of course. Oh, oh, little guy. Oh, he's a little bit fucked up, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I love like, it. And you have you have to remember too. This guy. This is his first acting gig, ever. And he's killing it. He's fucking nailed it. Possibly, literally. <laughs> Is he going to become, like, the final villain of the show? No, I don't think they'll go that far. Imagine they went that way in a Sentai where it's like, oh, the Pink Ranger goes off and becomes the villain. Yo, if one of the main Sentai Rangers becomes the final villain, that would be the greatest shit ever. Oh, man. And what, like, would they have to replace him? they get a new Pink Ranger? Yeah, and then he, then they just actually, like, he's not tall, so they actually, like, made the him, like, proper sized. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, too much pink energy is dangerous, is right, Jerry. He, he just changes into Kiji Father. <laughs> uh, so we see Sononi, the female one, just, like, going up to randos and, and like, asking them about their words of love. And she just happens to sit down with Inuzuka after he saves her from one of these lecherous randos. And I love how the exchange is basically words of love. How about words of fucking thanks for saving you from that creep? Decker, could you do me a favor and shop Kiji Brothers helmet over Michi's face? That's what I was saying. Tsuyoshi is the second Michi and I'm absolutely here for it. It's fucking Rewa was, Ray was Eros Michi. <laughs> oh, man. Decker's like, I'm on it. Yeah. Sick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, also, I just, I kind of liked Kichino and uh, Inuzuka just kind of having a nice, nice little friendly moment. That was really this, sweet. Yes, this is interaction. This is what I wanted. I wanted our fucking Sentai to actually start getting to know each other. That's interesting because Taro, Haruka, and Shinichi, they all know each other. They still don't know pink and pink and black yet. Yeah, well, yeah, give it. Interesting. It'll happen in time, I'm sure. At this point, the way the way things have been progressing, it'll happen eventually. Also, Kelly's with me. She was watching Dog Brothers with me, and she's like, "I really like the CGI bird and dog." And I was like, "Yeah, Kelly, me too." Well, statistically, someone had to. <laughs> like I said, I'm here for the shitty CGI all year. I just love that. Like Taro spots some dudes trying to jack his van, and it's like. Oh, you want money? I'm carrying five thousand dollars. <laughs> wasn't it like wasn't it like fifty thousand? Uh, I think the amount he said translates to about five thousand three hundred thirty-four dollars. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because five hundred fifty thousand yen. Yeah, you move the decimal twice. Yeah. Kiji brother Yomotsu Hegery, yo, someone needs to shop that. Yes, Vegas, that's the play school Megazord. Very good. Oh, God. Someone needs to <laughs> shop Kiji Brother Yomotsu Hegery. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, the fucking creepo artists. You know what reminded me? You know what he reminded me of? The sheep fangire from Kiva. The dude just, who, who fucking simped for Megumi and then kidnapped her. Is any uh was it this is the Kira Major monster, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw the Kira Major emblem when he transformed. Oh yeah, and then it was the Kira Major fucking gear that went to Kaido. Yeah, so. so I guess the name of it is Machine Key. 
Because they yeah. used the first word from the Sentai. I like when he saw the gear, he just kind of looked like shocked. He was like, he's like, oh no. Oh cool, someone else is dead. Stop killing my NPCs, you assholes! Um, oh, I also, yeah, so the fucking rando artist dude, I don't think they ever said his name. So he finds Miho and is like, oh, you're my perfect ideal model, and then kidnaps her. And then she's like, hey, can I cut your hair? I thought when she was holding the scissors, she was going to try to, like, hold him at bay with the fucking scissors. But no, she does the most amazing thing ever. She cuts off most of his hair and then ties him up with his own hair. Yeah, no, that was badass. What a move. (laughs) Oh, man. Not Grumlin again. Oh, that's right. He was a hairstylist. Oh, yeah. Hello. Uh, so the fucking Kira Major Oni goes on a rampage. The others warp in one by one. Momo does his whole fucking entourage entrance, and then he oh catch. Oh my god! And then he starts catching up on shit the others have done, which is to say, starts transforming into Reds like one after the other. We get Zuo Red, oh. Tokyo Ichigo, Patron Ichigo, and then Lupin Red. Dude, I saw him transform into fucking Tokyo Ichigo, and I was like, God damn, do I miss those suits. Yeah. Just the solid color with the white glove and white boots. Like, oh man, that was such a good design. And then, then yeah, I proceeded to transform into Patron Ichigo afterwards. Now I just, like, I I freaking, I was like, ah! <laughs> and then we get he even the- did like a poli- I like he even did like a police officer, like, takedown move. And then, oh, yeah. Like, shot him repeatedly with his blaster. It was, like a, fucking, like, yeah! it was like a fucking wrestling takedown. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, good stuff. And then we get to see the fucking Don Russell altar, whatever you want to call it, aka the fucking centaur. That was cool. I'm, I'm gonna admit, I'm kind of getting tired of the little mini Momotaro. I hate it. It it, 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 it's, it has no purpose other than just to sell the toy. Like Exactly. It's, it's completely narratively insignificant and unneeded. He already has oh. the ability to turn into all the sentais. We don't need this shit. It's not oh, even also, part of their Megazord, so why is it here? Also, also when he transformed to Lupin Red, like I heard like the Lupin Ranger, and I was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm, is there, does anyone else miss Lupin Pat? I miss Lupin. Yeah, Pat. that was good. That was great. And then we see Don Momotaro do a new attack. He, like he taps the button that's apparently on the top of the gun, and is like party time. Air horns, I loved it. Were there air horns? I didn't notice. Yeah, no, that, that's what you told me the first time you saw the review of the blaster. You're like, it's got fucking air horns. Oh, I hate right. it. Yeah. I want that. I want that gun. The the fucking blast attack he does is pretty good. But also, then he does a he does a fucking DJ gun like turntile thing on the spinner. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. And then Kiji brother stops the attack. For the reason I can only guess is he wants to be the one to finish him off. And then Sonoe just sl- slides into his DMs and gets the kill. Yeah, and even like, even Taro was just like, the fuck you doing? Like, you could just see when he was like standing right next to him, just like how horrible the CGI looked. I was like, oof. But like, I loved it. And then we get to the best scene in the episode. Tsuyoshi... His inner thoughts basically amount to, he's dead and that's good. 
I will protect my wife no matter who I have to kill. Yeah, and that, I was just and like... Now I know what people have been reacting to all week, because I waited until right before this recording to watch the episode, and then I see that, and I'm just like, Oh! I know. Like, this... this I cannot wait to see where, where this goes with this man. <laughs> mm. I'm so And you know what's going to be even worse? You know what's going to be even worse? I just thought of it now. He... Inuzuka's gonna see fucking Miho, think it's Natsumi, try to take her back from Kijino. Oh, and they're and gonna Kijino's fight. Gonna try to fucking... Oh, yeah. The CGI boys are gonna fight. That's why they specifically avoided having Inuzuka see Miho, because they're yeah. the same person. It's the same fucking person. Oh, the CG, the fucking Slenderman and the Shadow the Edge Dog are gonna fight. That's going to be a, a fucking fight to remember. The CG characters are going to fight. What the <laughs> fuck is that going to look like? Awful, but I am all for it. Oh, my God. Oh, this Sentai is fucking epic, man. I, you, you fucking did it. I'm, I'm interested now. Yay. The story oh, is man. still overall kind of bullshit and unexplained completely, but... Now I have something to keep me occupied while I wait for the answers. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go into our feature topic. I have two questions to start. I would like to know who the fuck wrote this movie, and I would also like to know why the fuck they weren't writing the series. Because holy shit, this movie changed my life. Yeah, holy. Oh, is the head writer? So he actually came back to do something. Where was this kind of writing during the show? This was amazing. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I have one problem. Okay. So, why did it have to be eight years? <laughs> I don't fucking. Well. I don't know. <laughs> no, because, no, no, like, no, 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 no. You know why? It's be that was the amount of time that Mamiya, the adult one, spent schmoozing up to them and being and getting to know them, and it was the amount of time that fucking Yuina spent lulling Kento into a false sense of security. They all played like, the long game, the very long well, game. I will say though, I'm proud of Toma. It only took him eight years to finally fucking wear some normal ass clothes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It was kind of I could make an entire podcast about how much I fucking hate Thomas Ward. I liked his Amish paradise style. Hell, I like that they even make fun of the fact that Rintaro still wears his fucking sort of logo uniform all the time. Oh yeah. Like I was, then, like, it was oh, actually... how do they how do they make Kento look eight years older? Oh, give him fucking glasses. Yeah, yeah there you go. Now he's eight years old. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Decker. That I think that's the thumbnail. Thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I it was kind of really nice to see Toma be very excited about being a foster dad. Yeah, no. So okay. This is how gonna be so this is gonna sound really, really fucking funny, especially with everything that we knew by the end of the movie. So I'm watching the start and I'm like, I see this kid come in, I'm like, oh okay. 
okay, it's a kid. Like, it's probably like a regular customer that comes to like Thomas' new bookstore. And I was like, all right. And then I'm like, wait, is this like Thomas' kid? I'm like, wait, who's the mother? And then I see Mamiya walk in and I'm like, oh, okay, that's his dad. Like, that's his <laughs> kid. That's what I thought we were doing when they started like revealing everything at the end. I thought they were going to reveal that Mamiya was Riku's dad all along and they their memories had been fucked with. Yeah. But no, so... we went a step further. But we'll get to that. Uh, you um... know you know what didn't get explained? Why the fuck mm. the bookstore burned down? Yeah. I guess, I guess it was just a battle and Saber, maybe Saber accidentally burned it. <laughs> Maybe when Riku picked up Kiyomu, he, the power like went out of control, because that happened right outside uh, the bookstore. Yeah, it's probably also. It. I'm gonna say this: I was really, really pissed off that they just reused the fucking Phoenix Belt. No, it makes sense because it was the Kiyomu sword. I I think the form could have been different. It was just a palette swap, but. Using the same Falchion sword and belt made narrative sense. Oh, but because uh, it's it is called the Sword of Void, right? It, yeah, Mume Ken Kiyomu. Okay, okay. Because like I thought, I thought it was a different name. Because then Mitaro said like, "Oh, that sword's super dangerous," and I was like, "It's it's the Eternal Phoenix Sword." What do you mean? You've seen it before. Yeah, that's why he knows how dangerous it is. Um, also, I love we didn't see Ren until the end of the movie. So Ren was, like, was absolutely good, but... not important. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Saber, Saber, for finally realizing we didn't give a fuck about Ren. And then they just show him right at the end, just no. cutting a big rock. I'm like, cool. No. So much, in fact, that he was the first one to get erased. And I'm like, what? And nothing of value was lost. Nothing of value was lost. <laughs> Ogami becoming a teacher at Sora's school is an interesting move. That was adorable, and he was even wearing the pin May gave Yeah, him. I saw. Oh, and then, like, I guess they couldn't get a quick, a new actor to be, like, 16-year-old Sora, or, like, probably, like, 12-year-old Sora, I'd like to think. Well, so yeah, I don't know. No, because I think Sora's was, actor was supposed to be, like, four. Yeah. So he would have been 12. I feel like they could have gotten um, someone. Also, May and Rintaro are having some uh, relationship troubles. <laughs> I'm kind of sad, but we didn't get more into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was rooting for them, and then just like, oh, Bakataro, who the fuck is that? And then just the time change happens, and they're happy again. I'm like, oh, all right. I guess it uh, wasn't. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Decker, for the better version. Thank you. Uh, um, so Toma has a new bookstore and a child. Rintaro is, I guess, still running the guild and fighting with May. Kento has then, a new career, which they don't say what it is, and also a fiance, sort of. Yeah, who they met because they had an argument about if Aladdin was part of the Arabian Night story, and Kento's like, "Well, technically, not actually part of the Arabian Night." Well, story, actually. But- yeah, he actually had one of those moments. I can't believe mansplaining got this man a wife. <laughs> well, well, it was gonna... <laughs> as far as he thought. <laughs> oh, man. And also, we have to talk about which is probably the best character in the entire movie. Lucky the dog. Oh, my God, what a cutie. 
that seemed completely unnecessary, but it was nice. No, Kelly Kelly was like 100% invested in this movie because of fucking Lucky. So. Half the movie is spent running around looking for the fucking dog. Also, wait for Kento to be fucking like father of the year. Being like fucking cut the sh- the fuck up and just still like limping around and just looking at Riku to- being like, Toma, it's not okay, Kento. son. I'm fine. Toma, not Kento. Yeah, sorry, Toma. I meant. But yeah, like it got to the point where I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, go to the goddamn hospital, call an ambulance. Well, I thought I thought again they were doing the whole thing of like, oh, this isn't about Saber, so we we have to injure him because it's like remember like no, 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 this isn't the Exit movies. We're just fucking shot. This movie tried to strike a balance between focusing between all three of them, and I think it very nearly achieved that. I feel like Blades was a little underplayed compared to the other two. Okay, answer me this question: Was that actually his dad? I think it was, because like after the time change, there's that one shot where he like looks, sees him, and it's like, wait, he looks familiar. Eh, That's probably nothing. So that <laughs> probably was his dad, but I feel like the the explanation and conversation they had wasn't enough. It's like, oh, I, I, I fought for justice, and for that I had to separate myself from you and your mother. And I'm, and I, I'm over here like, okay, well, what happened to the mom? Did they say? I don't think they did. I liked that the theme of this movie was, oh, Sure, these these swordsmen, these riders are fighting to save the world and protect people, but there are consequences to the, what their what their fights are. And that and is like, people died. And like, sure, but what these characters aren't really processing, which seems obvious when you think about it from normal perspectives, it's like, yeah, they're fighting and there's gonna be some destruction, but they're fighting creatures that would have caused far greater death and destruction had they not intervened. So you're pointing your anger at the wrong people. Yeah, but like, I, I did like, I did like that Rintaro's dad was kind of having the mode of like, I have to get rid of everyone that's causing this like death and destruction. So I have to cool. So next time there's monsters attacking, you'll be the one in charge of stopping them, which means you will become the thing that you're erasing. Uh, like I want more of this in like Rider and stuff like that. Like seeing like you know these heroes fighting for for justice and stuff like that, but then having con- seeing the consequences. Like it was like in the in the Cross movie when like when Cross was when like uh, he was first starting out as uh, as a rider, he didn't really give a fuck about protecting people. He was just fighting for himself, and then he got like uh, like I think it was didn't he get like some kids killed or something? Yeah. It, it's always, like endangered some kids. It's always interesting to see movies where the villain is not just a snarling, angry monster. It's a bat. It's a difference in ideologies and philosophies. But and I'm willing to forgive it for this movie because all these people with these warped perspectives have experienced loss, and that tends to really fuck up one's priorities. And that's why I still like this movie, despite the fact that from an objective standpoint, their objectives were really fucking messed up. Also, we saw also we saw Sophia, and I was like, hi, Sophia. Yeah. Here's one question I had. Why the fuck were there three Kiyomus? That was an interesting twist. Yeah. I was like, because I was like confused. I'm like, okay, 
Because, like, I thought the fiancé was, like, the, the villain. And then, like, we saw Rintaro's dad, and I was like, wait, wait. And then I saw a third one. I'm like, well, wait, who the fuck's this third okay, guy? Okay, so, like, eh? yeah, so they, they first, sh the first one we see transform into the new Falchion is Rintaro's dad. And I'm like, okay, cool, so he's the writer. And then we see Yuina, Kento's fiancé, pull out the book. And I'm just like, what? And then she transforms, and I'm like, there's multiple Kiyomu? What the fuck is going on? And then we get that scene of the third one trying to kill Riku and the dog. And then when the dog licks his leg, I'm like, it's Mamiya. Called I it. didn't pick up. I didn't pick up on that. I actually, like, legit, when, like, he dehenshined, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. No, I absolutely paid attention. There were two moments that also clued me in. First was when uh, Mamiya was giving Mei the massage. And then the next shot, Toma comes out of the bathroom and she's gone. And then you see her like standing in the street looking confused. I'm like, oh my God, he fucked with her somehow. And then mm -hmm. the, the one of the times he showed up to fight Saber was as soon as he left, Mamiya came up the stairs. I'm like, I see what you're doing. No, I didn't pick up on that. That's cool. Also, I love when Kento got cut. You can clearly see it was like a CGI cut on his leg. Absolutely. And there was there was one <laughs> other. I forget which injury, but there were at least two different injuries that you could see, like, awkwardly moving around while they were in motion. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh, I'll let it slide. Yeah, no. Like, I see this Mamiya character, like, he's talking to, to Toma, and he's just like, he's like, oh, yeah, we've been friends since kids. And I'm just like, then they flash back, and I'm just like, what the fuck? You weren't there with Kento and Luna. I, like, was, I, so was, I knew something was up because I'm like, we've never heard of this man until now. I was so mad when that scene happened where they talked about how they've been childhood friends because I was like, oh, that what? Then why have we not seen of heard of you at all? But then they explained what actually happened. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like it's like that uh, it's like that Fullbringer from Bleach that like he like has the ability to like put himself into people's memories. So then he made like all of Ichigo's like friends be like, "Oh no, this is Tsukushima. He's always been with us." Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So. I also really like the way they fucked with memories. They just like tear pages out of people's backs. <laughs> yeah, it was like the it's it was like when decades just like this is gonna hurt a little. <laughs> Another thing that didn't go explained enough, but I'm willing to give it a pass, is, like, where the fuck the Siren book came from, and why it has so many busted powers. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, so then we also find out that, uh, yeah, so... Riku lost his lost his parents to like a, a fire when, uh, like, during, like, a fight Saber had, and so... Because of that, he has, like, a traumatic kind of PTSD sphere of fire and swords, specifically Rekka. So, That's why Toma like, takes forever to actually henshin and do work. Yeah, because Mommy is like, why don't you use Rekka or whatever like that? And, and Toma's like, no, I'll, I'll fucking traumatize Riku. I'm not doing that. You know what, bother like that. You know what bothered me? When he finally henshins, we don't hear the brave dragon chime. Dude! Dude! Same. That bugged like, me. I really just wanted to hear like him pull out the sword and you just hear Rekka Bato, and then like you don't hear si you hear like complete silence, and then just it, he would have said Henshin, and then like 
I get I get it was for like tension of the scene, but I just I would have loved to have heard the Brave Dragon henching there. The tension ruined the henching. Mommy has a self-insert character. <laughs> He's the Isekai. Mamiya is Riku's OC. He's what happens yeah. when you lie on the internet about being legal age. Oh, also, <laughs> sorry. So we, we also get to the fucking... The, the, uh, I fucking forgot their names for the, the, the brother and sister. Oh, uh, Reka. Randall and Siren. Or, not Siren. <laughs> fucking Sabala. Sabala and Durandal. Reka and Ryoga. Yeah, they're Ryoga's got a the, fucking mustache they're now. They're barely in the movie at all. <laughs> Wait, did you notice that he's got a fucking mustache? Yeah. Well, it's been yeah, eight years. Like, oh. No, but like, I hate when they made it eight years, but the show's been over for like a year. Yeah. This is like some Dark Knight Rises bullshit where like, Dark Knight Rises came out like four or five years after Dark Knight. Or no, it was four years after Dark Knight. But it takes place eight years after Dark Knight. <laughs> I mean, you could also say the same thing about Avengers Endgame. Eh, they, like, they all aged like pretty decently enough that it was <laughs> I, I accepted it. So anyways, um, so yeah, eventually we cut, we like, we find out that Yuna's uh fiance got killed when uh kento espada was having a fight so uh, again i like and i'm pretty sure i recognize that 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 area too uh i don't remember what area it was like that'd be cool if we actually got to like find out like where these fights happened and then like oh this is where so she lost her fiance so apparently she just pretended to play around with to with Kento's emotions and shit and pretend to love him and stuff just to get close enough to to kill him herself. Wow, what a long game to play. And then we just get into this whole fucking shit where they fight each other and then she like apparently because the contract is if she doesn't kill him the sword kills her. Yeah, just that, die. That, that was fucking and, brutal when the sword just goes, "Well, you failed." Shank. And then Kento, fucking be the fucking dude he is, is like, "No, you must live. I must die. Kill, kill me. me." He tries to like pick kill up me. the sword to stab himself. I'm like, Kento, what are you fucking doing, man? You're really gonna kill yourself over this woman who just told you that she lied about loving you for eight years? Jesus she, Christ! Like, locks herself in. Oh yeah, Arabian Nights. Uh, cool. Draconic it was Night cool rehash. for the five fucking minutes it was on screen, and Henjin immediately did the Hisatsu. Did it bother you that he opened the book and it said the name the again? No, he put the book in when it was already opened, and then took the sword. Like, no, you're doing it no, wrong! No, no, he, he did that because it's a reskin of Primitive Dragon, and that's what Primitive Dragon did. <sighs> but I also, um, I, I, will I, say I understand. It was really cool. It was, it's a cool suit. The chime is fucking great. But it barely did anything. It just showed up and did its hisatsu right away. I did like, I liked the chime too, but then I just, I kind of giggled at the end where it just, the belt just goes, Sparkle Night. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, the Hisats was pretty cool. I like that he kind of has those, like, he kind of also has, like, those blade eyes underneath the visor. Yeah. So. Also, I don't know why the sword had to change. It felt completely unnecessary. 
Oh, did it? I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's the gecko, uh, right, right, gecko Ikazuchi, because it's got, uh, got a moon motif on it too. Does that just mean Lamp Dell and Gina is gone now? <laughs> no, I think he still has it. Okay, but <laughs> but yeah, so, th- so then she proceeds to lock herself into a fucking room and just like like Kento just goes. I need you to live a little bit long. Like, she's like, I want you to live a little bit longer before me. And then, like, or after me or whatever. Let like me that. die and first. She, and then she proceeds to die. And then Kento's upset. And then he gets erased from existence. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the rules about, like, how and when people were getting erased from existence were a little hard to follow. <laughs> I mean, okay, think of it this way. Was this more easier to understand than the Icky leaving the pictures in Revice? The Icky leaving the pictures in Revice is easy to understand, but it's not justified. <laughs> what about in this movie? <laughs> this one is justified. It's the complete opposite, where, like, it's, it's, it's tense enough, and it, like, narratively it makes sense, but I just couldn't keep up with the mechanics of it. Hmm. Um, like the contract yeah. and failing the contract and I stab myself or you die or if I kill you maybe I don't die to say this though like as not real as Mamiya actually was I really fucking loved this character he was a pretty fleshed out character he was he was a delightful <laughs> delightful guy and no and there's like a scene where like Toma's just being like he's like Oh, if I die, like, it's okay. Like, he has Lucky. Lucky's the most important part of his life. And Mommy just kind of just goes, Dude, he needs a fucking father. Yeah. Get out. Fucking shut up. He needs you. (laughs) I was like, holy fuck. You went at it pretty hard for someone who then later tried to kill Saber. Yeah, um, so then eventually, like, yeah, so we get to find out that Mamiya was behind it because he's pissed off at Toma because during a fight he lost his dad. And then, like, he keeps getting this, like, memory flashback where we see, we see kind of, like, him yelling out at his dad, but then we find out that's actually Riku yelling out to Toma, calling him dad finally. Yeah, so apparently what happened was... When the thing happened before the eight-year time jump, Riku grasped the Mume Ken Kiyomu, which we saw at the end of the show, I think, and the amazing Siren book fucking showed up out of nowhere and used its amazing time and memory warping powers to split Riku into his current young self and also his fully grown adult OC self. Also, I thought it was a really nice touch that when we saw the, like, later he's, he becomes a writer and his full name is Mami Ariku. That was a yeah, nice touch. No, okay, so this is how I interpreted the whole, like, Mamiya thing when he gets separated. So, you know, kids, they, like, when, like, when, like, death happens to, like, a child or something like that, they don't really have, like, a good grasp on, like, the, the concept of it. So, yeah. like, you know... Like, you know, deep down in the subconscious of their brains, they're like, they're really upset or angry about, about it. So I think Ma- older, like, Mamiya was the, like, manifested anger and hatred that was, like, subsiding in his subconscious. I think and it they just s- became manifested into a physical form. I think they said something about his soul. Like, I think that was a yeah, part so of his soul, soul separating from him. And that's why Riku and- wasn't talking so much. 
yeah and that was the anger and like like sadness and the grief. stuff and then it had to be an older yeah and it had to be an older version of him so he could be strong enough to you know exact the revenge he wanted on toma so yeah. i i just like again for a movie like this was really fucking well thought of like holy fuck um let me just detour for a second and say that when we saw blades fighting when you switched to Hyoju Senki and spawned the ice wings, the hair was still on the helmet! Oh no, I saw that and I was like, oh, she's going to be upset. Point off! I, deducted! I did like when Rintaro's dad was just like kind of putting him into this kind of weird limbo where he kept like meeting the people he got killed. Oh, the fucking zombie segment? Yeah, and that they was were, like, pretty well done. Slathering their blood all over the suit? That was intense! That was pretty fucking intense. I loved it. So, like, that's that's why I like V cinemas, man. They just think they're so they're, they're just they get to go a step extra. further. Yeah, no, that was fucked up. <laughs> that was really fucked up. Again, I want to see this. Like, I like when these like rider fights have like consequences. Yeah. So um, they resolve yeah. the whole thing with Mamiya and Riku, and I thought, I I think I said this before, but when that reveal started happening. I thought that they were going to, it was going to turn out that Mamiya was secretly Riku's dad all along and their memories had just been fucked with. Also, I really like that because Mamiya doesn't like dogs, it's because in the memory he's thinking of of when his dad was supposedly killed, you could hear a dog barking in the background. So it was just like a PTSD trigger sound for him. Yeah. And that's why he's afraid of dogs. And I was like, that's a nice little fucking touch. I noticed that. that was you see, this is the kind of amazing, subtle writing that the show needed. Yeah, if the head writer fucking stayed on. Jesus Christ. So, they yeah. could have been so good, man. So, yeah, the final, the final battle happens... And also, the one moment where Riku, the kid, fucking wielded Rekka, that was badass. I almost thought he was going to henshin. <laughs> a little, little, little kid-sized saber. I would have loved to see Just it. like Toma looking on, I'm so proud of you, son! But yeah, no, so we do get the moment where, like, Riku yells out to Toma, and, like, he says, shouts out, Dad. And then, like, I'll save you, Dad! I thought it was really awkward that they were having this really intense fucking fight. Dad, look, I've been writing a story! It's like, that's great, son, way to that's, go, that, champ! That's nice, Daddy has to save all his friends from being erased. I was literally expecting, like, him saying that, like, oh, Dad, I'm writing a book, and he's just like, that's great, son. I was about to say, toss up blood. You got blood on my second draft. Also, when Rintaro's dad fucking just like kicked the bucket, he just like spits out all this blood. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh that was nice. I'm happy Rintaro finally got to met meet his dad. So I was like, oh. I'm kind of sad he didn't get to meet his mom, though. Nah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to. I'm just going to. I'm gonna just put it down as Rintaro was a was a was a metachlorian baby, just like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> no! just, a, just, a, just a child manifested from the force. No. <laughs> oh uh, man. So the fucking battle happens and then Mamiya and Riku start glowing and and, it, and then like Kyomu just fucking boops out of existence. And then Riku and Mamiya fade away, but then they're just, they just, the next shot of Toma, they just like come in from off frame and hug him. And I'm like, 
oh, I, I, I guess they survived. But then yeah. the next shot is from the other perspective where they're gone. And I'm like, oh, I guess that was just a mental thing and they are dead. But but then, no, everyone's actually back and the two of them do survive. And I'm like, make up your mind. Yeah, I would have loved if this whole thing was just Toma going fucking nuts. <laughs> He's just tied up in a cell in, like, the fucking northern base of the Sword of Logos, and Rintaro's May and all of them are just looking over like, poor, poor Toma. <laughs> Living in Wonderworld really fucked him up. No, 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 no. You know what it could have been if you want to make this more darker? Like, because of that battle, Riku, like, he got Riku killed. Oh. And he just was dealing with the trauma and the PTSD oh, no. of losing, like, getting a child killed. My you son! No, a person, like, a child who enjoys his books. Like, no! Mm, okay. Riku, in a battle near Riku's book, like, Toma's bookstore, it got set on fire and Riku and his parents died in the bookstore in the fire oh, because of Jesus. the battle that Toma had. And it just caused severe fucking trauma for Toma, and that's why he kept thinking he was seeing Riku and stuff, because he just, he lost it. That would have been so good. Oh my god. And just oh, May, and just May was just playing along so so as not to fuck him up even more. Oh, yeah, and, like, Rintaro's just trying to be, like, just, like, like, that's why, like, Rintaro left May or something like that, because, like, like, it's just, like, we can't, like, he's gone nuts. We can't, we can't, we can't keep supporting this delusion. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> how, how are we writing this? Like, this movie was already good. How are we making it better? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, so I like that. I liked when, like, Mommy has, like, finally fucking clued in. He's like, oh, my God. I'm Riku, and I was just, like, sitting there, like, oh, oh, because I thought, <laughs> I was thinking when, like, he had the memory, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, I know what's going on, he's from the future. <laughs> no, 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 like, I was saying, I thought that Mamiya was Riku's dad, and that he didn't yeah. die. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so everyone's happy, we see uh, Ogami talking to fucking off screen because he's a teacher now which actually i really like i think that's very fitting of him so good for you kento manages to meet yuina again <laughs> we'll see how that goes Ugh. yeah it's like wouldn't it wouldn't she still be like like her fiance still died of because of espada so. i was gonna say like i don't think butterfly effect extends that far i think the thing with her fiance dying happened before the kid took the sword yeah um yuri tries to get fucking <laughs> i'm bored be funny be funny clown fuck you and then sophia literally goes oh it's so it's okay to be bored sometimes and i just looked up and i just went sophia shut the fuck up why are you here I I hate being bored. Boredom is the one of the worst fucking things ever. I have I don't think I've experienced actual boredom in a while. I've always oh, got no. something to do. I have experienced doing absolutely nothing before. Like for reals. I have experienced doing absolutely nothing. The only time I have to is like if I'm in an office waiting for something or if I'm like on a vehicle and my phone's dead or I can't read, but like even in those cases I'll just sleep. Oh yeah, and the um, title the title changed from Trio of Deep Sin to Quartet of Deep Love. 
I'm a little not 100% sure on the meaning of that. So, like, before I watched the movie, because the characters on the logo were colored the Saber, Espada, and Blades colors, I assumed that the trio they were referring to was Saber, Blades, and Espada. But as the movie progressed, I'm like, oh, no, the trio of Deep Sin are the three assholes that are turning into Falchion. (laughs) But then they changed it to Quartet of Deep Love, and showed the music video featuring the, the three of them and May, and I'm like, so they are the characters referenced by the subtitle? And by the way, that fucking ending song? Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> that is some fancy, classy shit! Yep, that was pretty. That was so good! Mm-hmm. And having them uh, sing it just made it extra nice. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, so that was the Saber V Cinema, and I gotta say, this is kind of how we end Saber. I'm I'm pretty satisfied with it, honestly. Yeah, this was so good. Like, I had the same feeling after this movie ended that I did when I finished Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'm just like, what do I do now? <laughs> that was so good. Well... Now we have the hyper battle video and Oh no, I watched it! It's so awful! We still need to talk about the Blades Ghost crossover. Oh yeah. That won't that probably won't be anything super special. I don't know. I think it's gonna be cool. We can see Cannon be Comrade Cannon. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, I as much as I didn't enjoy Saber as much as I wish I did, this movie was pretty cool. I liked where they were going with it. Mamiya was a really fucking awesome character, and I kind of hope we see like this actor again in a future thing. So, and yeah, so it was a really good time. Yeah. Speaking of someone who understands Saber's flaws and still enjoyed it, I was I still managed to be pleasantly surprised by this movie for the most part. A couple of flaws, but nothing that was experience ruining. Yeah. Overall, I, again, largely I did, I coherent. Ex- yeah. Really good. I, I oh I, yeah I just I didn't expect Toma to actually transform. That was that was surprising. No, I, I, I knew he was going to transform. They would not have Saber in the Saber movie. No, but like I just like the way in the advertisements and like the the scans and stuff and like Spada getting a new form. I thought it was just more about like Rintaro and the Spada. That was just like an aside thing. Like, all right, here you go. He has a final form now. Are you happy? <laughs> I mean, again, it was it, it was cool. Yeah, I just wish it did more. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's, that's cool. it. Yay! That was super good. Revice is still getting still good. Don Brothers has gotten very, very, very interesting now. Yes. And we're and basically s- done with Saber. Yeah. Uh, Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week is the first Friday of May, which means we will be starting anime. <laughs> All right. And it looks like our feature topic for next week will be episodes 11 and 12 of Samurai Flamenco. <gasps> More Samurai Flamenco? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm down. Hopefully Gar and Emily will be here. They should be. Uh, also, go go pick up Nintendo Switch Sports. It's out now. Oh yeah, how is that? Uh, very fun. I gotta say, I really like that they have an online mode. Yeah, there's like random matchmaking now, right? 
Yeah, like I did a I did a fucking sixteen player bowling tournament. It was really fun. There's ter- online tournaments with the randos. Yeah, like you do you do like a because yeah, like it's That's like a cool. tournament thing. It's really cool. Yeah, no, it's neat. I'll have to take a look at that. Maybe I'll get it. You get the you get the, you get the me heads right off the bat. Thank God. Oh, so, good. I was hoping yeah. you didn't have to like unlock them or anything. Cosmetics are stupid though, because you get a set a page of cosmetics and then it just randomly picks one for you oh so there's is there cosmetics to unlock yes you have to play online and get like points and then you you the points give you the 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 cosmetics but when you spend the points do you get a random one or can you pick what you get no you get a random one. Oh, that sucks yeah i want to buy what i want anyway right, me too <laughs> now, which means this is now a gotcha game Yep. Fuck. See, that's how that's how Nintendo games get around the whole uh, microtransactions. They just do gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, that is Cast Ranger for this week. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Let us know what you thought of Saber. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of the movie. Yeah. Uh. All right. That'll be it for now. As always, the primary hijinks source is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, merch store, all kinds of shit. Let me say properly hijinks of our sword. Yeah, that too. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little sick today. I know. That was just funny hearing you say the reverse. I was like, yeah. oh, no. The, the, the primary, the, the source of all the shards of the, of the hijinks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.